0: It is 19 I minutes before the hour here on the Large Radio Show. Oh my head! <laughs> <I see laughs> the questions people ask. All right, we continue now with former Hooks and School Board member John Liscars. He has uh, organized a uh, campaign event, a uh, Education on Tap at New England's Tap House Grill, and it is tomorrow night. Uh, starting at 7, we got a, a bit of a feel for it. Is there, I'm assuming you've invited various media outlets uh, to be present, uh, the mayoral campaigns. Did you invite them? Where did yeah. you that with media
1: and mayors? So I reached out to most of the media in the area, um, Union Leader, the Hippo Press, uh, the it Banner, um, and also to the radio stations all in the local area, in the mm-hmm. Concord area, uh, just to see if we could get a plug. Um, you know, this is a very grassroots uh, campaign, if you will, uh, to promote this. Uh, so we've been on a shoestring budget. And again, I, I say to New England Taphouse Grill, uh, Valerie Vanessa, and Dan Lagu, uh, if it wasn't for them, this event wouldn't be occurring. But uh, yeah, we've reached out to both mayoral campaigns, uh, Mayor Gatsis as well as Joyce Craig's campaign. And... Um, I did hear back from Mayor Gatsas' campaign that tentatively he won't be able to attend. Um, what I've also invited for anybody, um, like like the mayoral campaigns, is to send a representative to speak on behalf of the mayor or speak on behalf of Joyce Craig if they do have a another commitment. Um, because it's important for the people of Hooksit and the Manchester taxpayers to hear uh, from who is going to be the next chair of the Manchester Board of School Committee. This is going to be the leader uh, for this, uh, what I call, the Dream Team, and uh, and I think it's important that we hear from them or hear from a representative of them. So uh, again, shout out to Mayor Gansis and Joyce Craig. We'd love to have you there. It's going to be a very friendly event. There's no conflict. There's no debating. Um, this is just one-on-one, you and the people who are going to be voting for you. Um, you know, I want to take a minute too, Rich, if you don't mind, I'd I'd like to rattle off the dream team. Uh, and I think when people the dream team, this is what I call it. I call it, this is the, this is in, uh, the dream team for the next board of school committee. Um, and and some of the people you're going to hear are going to be speaking this night. But in Ward One, I think um, I think these are all going to be landslide uh, victories. As a matter of fact, and there are some that are unopposed. I know you're unopposed. Um, Arthur Beaudry's unopposed. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this is this is the dream team. Uh, Ward One, we have Joseph Lachance. Ward Two, Deb Gagnon Langton. Uh, Ward Three, Philip Carter Harris. Ward Four is Mark Flanders. Ward 5 is Lisa Freeman. Ward 6 is John DiPietro. Ward 7 is Ross Terrio. Ward 8 is Jimmy LeHoux. Ward 9 is Arthur Beaudry. Ward 10 is John Avard. Ward 11 is Alexander Avery. And Ward 12 is Kelly Ann Thomas. And, of course, the at-large position of Rich Gerard um, will be there to—, to uh,
0: So these are all people that you personally would like to see elected.
1: Yeah, I, I would love to see this because uh, uh, I think this would be a really strong board. And I think uh, with Superintendent Vargas uh, at the helm with regards to uh, the CEO of the school district um, and this board setting the policy and the direction for him to follow, um, I, I think you guys would just be hitting home runs left and right. Gotcha.
0: All right, so let's let's take a look at the relationship between Hooksit. There are uh, in Manchester, there are some hard feelings. There are some people who think that Huxit, um, um I don't want to say played fast and loose with the idea that there were breaches and took actions before breaches were established. It's all water over the dam, but um, where do things sit now? I mean, I can take a look and see what the enrollment numbers are. Um, and clearly, hooksett's uh, enrollments have fallen off, even though we have a, a tuition agreement in place. Uh, why do you suspect that is because by most objective measures, and by that I mean you take a look at the you know the average test scores, et cetera, et cetera, Pinkerton's not doing quote unquote any better than Manchester is when it comes to educating kids.
1: Well, I'll, I'm going to give you a hooks at um, taxpayers' perspective and somebody who was formerly on the school board. Um, school choice it, it lends itself to competition rich, and competition is not a quick and fast process. Competition is something that's ongoing, it's continuing, and it changes. It's very dynamic. Um, so maybe in you know, 2017, you may have certain enrollment numbers at certain uh, schools. But you're going to see in 2018, 2019, 2020, you're going to see that fluctuate, um, maybe slightly in some years, maybe in, uh, in, in large numbers in other years. Just for an example – um, my what i 'm hearing on the inside is that for Londonderry uh, coming up the year. Uh, they potentially are going to overflow their available number of seats in Londonderry so there's a lot of kids that are attracted to Londonderry yeah.
0: but Londonderry has capped the number of kids that can go there each year so that they don't have to add to their overhead to educate
1: that is correct so that's that's that coming out of the gate uh, I totally agree with you so then you have to ask yourself well what's going to happen then are we going to have a lottery for those uh, for those seats or are you going to see some flexibility on Londonderry's side where the numbers add up that uh, taking a few extra kids Kids, uh, is going to be beneficial to the Londonderry School District because that's, from their perspective, how they have to operate. And I think if you're talking, you know, less than five kids, that's how I would see uh, the superintendent down in that area and the school board making the decision just to allow a few extras over. Um, that'd be the least amount of heartache to Hooksit residents. Um, and uh, But, but again, it, it just goes to your, your question about uh, perspectives, if you will, Manchester, that's the reason why I think it's so important to have a good school board and a good superintendent is because you will drive the relationship between Hooksit and Manchester to, to a better place than it is today. So, um, and But I just want to add, um, everybody I talk to, it doesn't matter where they're going to school, whether it's Manchester Central or West, uh, Pinkerton, Londonderry, Bow, you know, I, I don't know if we have any kids in Goffstown yet, but we, we signed on Goffstown uh, just before I left every parent that I talk to is happy. Their children are happy. Their children are successful. You know, so we have many successful children from Hooksit in the Manchester school system. Uh, They're having a great experience at Central. They're having a great experience at West. But equally, they're having a great experience at Pinkerton or Londonderry. So that's the beauty of school choice. It's not one size fits all and you force a child to go there. Some children like a smaller school than they do a larger school. Some children want to be exposed to Inner city, you know, a lot of languages and so forth. Um, Other children don't want to do that. They want to have more of a protective environment. Um, So, no decision that a family makes is wrong for their child. Every child is different. So, that's what we want to promote in Hooks It. Um, We don't want to promote Manchester over Pinkerton or Londonderry over Manchester. We want to promote all of the schools basically have the tide rise for all the boats. Because if you think about it from a bigger perspective, Rich, we think about from educating America's children, why wouldn't we want all of the schools in the surrounding areas to be competitive it's only good for America. If we can educate all of the children at the same great rate, it's only going to make our country better and stronger. So that's really what we have to kind of get out of this mode of, I'm from Hooksett, so I'm going to think this way, or I'm from Manchester. I think, how about we start thinking like Americans and, and educating America's children?
0: Well, given the way a lot of Americans are thinking today, I'm not sure I want to go down that road, but I, I agree with you. That giving parents choices and options is going to lead to better outcomes, whatever that whatever that choice is. Uh, you know, I know sort of early on in this process, um, as Hooksit was, uh, a, I'll say breaking away, and there was a big push by a, a, a fairly sizable contingent of parents in your town to, to go to Pinkerton. Um, it, it didn't seem that the way um, Hooksit was opening up for the different schools to make their, their pitches, if you will, was uh, uh, an even playing field. And so I wonder, mechanically, the process now of, of what, uh, how hooks it uh, eighth grade kids are told what their options are and what opportunities are given to interact with those, uh, those options so they can make an informed choice.
1: Yeah, so I've uh, I've been out of the, the details of what's going on in the district. I mean, I've, I've got the 50,000-foot view now, but you know, when you're on a school board, as you know, uh, you know all the inside scoops and w- how things are happening. Well, we try to know.
0: <laughs> a lot of times the administration, we find out after the fact, you know right. what I'm saying? Right, Which yeah. I suspect may have been the case. That, yeah, I was going to say that's not unique to Manchester. Yeah.
1: Um, but um, no, what's what's really great about Hooks' model is, uh, and this is supported by the superintendent all the way down to the the teachers in the classroom, is um, they have every year a high school fair, mm-hmm. and it's just like a college fair. Uh, it's held at Colley Middle School, and uh, all of the uh, the schools that are partic- participating in our choice model come to the kids. Uh, with their presentations, and and it's a, a rotating um, kind of a seminar type of, of, of a setup where the kids and the parents listen to the representatives, and usually they send the principals and vice principals from these schools, and they give a whole presentation on why they believe their school is the the, the choice that their child should make. Uh, but again, a lot of them just really present the opportunities. Mm-hmm. They don't sit there and badmouth the other schools. They they just tell them what's about their school. Is it science or is it sports is it band you know what what are the things that shine in their school uh, and they it's basically bragging rights they come to brag and then parents and children go home and make their decisions in their own uh, quiet home households and uh and then then the uh the middle school takes the uh the choice sheets if you will where the children select um which school they'd like to attend and uh I know it still goes on, but while I was on the school board, uh, there's 100% participation. So no child is told where they'll go. Every child signs up and says where they want to go.
0: Well, isn't, uh, isn't Pinkerton sort of the default choice, though, so that parents who don't fill out the form and send it in, their kid is automatically going to Pinkerton?
1: Yeah. The point, though, I'm trying to make here is that there are no defaults that have So in occurred. other words,
0: everybody's returning the form.
1: Everybody's returning the forms. Um, how it works is the two school districts that uh, you know, I'll call the main school districts um, are Manchester and Pinkerton, Okay. Uh, what that means is uh, if you choose any of the Manchester schools or you choose Pinkerton for your child, you get full tuition paid and you get a bus ride that comes up and picks you up at your house and transports you to and from the school, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's both Manchester School District and Pinkerton. Now, there's a little vote that goes on every year at the beginning of the year uh, by the school board, and they choose the default, if you will. Um, it sounds like, wow, if you're the default school, that's really good for you. To be honest with you, Rich, it really makes no difference at all. It's just something that is on the paper that says this will be the default if you don't choose. But we, again, haven't had a record of anybody not choosing this school because you know Americans love choice. And I don't care what you say. Uh, Americans love to have a choice, and they love to have multiple choices, not just one or two. Uh, they love to have a lot of choice, um, and we've seen that. It's proven itself out. Gotcha. All
0: right. So um, you've got tuition agreements with Manchester and Pinkerton, but you have what are called memorandums of understanding with Londonderry, Bow, Pembroke, and now Goffstown. So right. how does how that work? What most people don't understand, by the way, uh, very rarely think of it is that Goffstown and Hooksett actually are bordering communities. Right. Neighboring communities. Right. So, um, hey, maybe you could leave 15 and join 19.
1: Well, you never know. Dunbarton did. Right.
0: right. Anyway. Uh, So how do those memorandums of understanding work?
1: Um, Basically, it's an agreement from those schools that are participating through memorandums of understanding that say – um, we will set a limit, uh, a certain number of children that we have room for. And again, to your point, it's, uh, it's very economical for the school district. It's a pure revenue play for them. Sure, sure. It's, they've already paid. As somebody, uh, I think it was the superintendent in Londonderry, explained to me once when we had a meeting. At Greenberg, yeah. He said, uh, he said think of it as a plane. He goes, we've already paid for the plane. We've paid for the fuel for the plane, the pilots, the flight attendants, um, and now we have a limited number of passengers, and we have empty seats. So why wouldn't we want to take in some extra cash for those empty seats? So it's, it's a great analogy, um, and it's a, it's a great revenue source for these school districts because it's extra revenue that they weren't planning on, and they can use that revenue to do anything they want.
0: Well, and it helps them educationally, too, because you know their sports programs, their extracurricular programs, their music programs, all of that stuff that – generally speaking needs a critical mass of students to be successful uh is is supported sure while districts that are struggling with decreasing enrollment find themselves having to sacrifice those extra opportunities or even those curriculum offerings because there simply isn't enough kids to warrant running the class or playing this look at trinity they're now down without a varsity football team right you know all right john um so final shout-out if people want to uh, get the details on Education on Tap or any of the other stuff that uh, you're up to here. Uh, how do they do that?
1: Well, there's two two ways. Again, Eventbrite is the best way to go. Just uh, search on Eventbrite uh, Education on Tap. Um, if you're a Facebook user, you can visit us on Manchester, New Hampshire, school chat Uncensored, uncensored, <laughs> um, and it, it, we uh, we're discussing this all the time on that chat group, and uh, we have some great discussions out there. A lot of a lot of people that are very conscientious about what's uh, happening in the Manchester school district. So those are the two ways I would suggest people can uh, get, a, get you know, get an idea of what's going on.
0: All right, former Hooks at School Board member John Liscars, thanks for being with us this morning to talk about your event and the Hooks at School Choice model, which is one that I uh, generally endorse. We appreciate your time with us this morning. Thanks, Rich. All right. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we'll hit the news, and then we'll spend the next hour asking a Muslim anything. Man your phones, 606-6762.